today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Many have talked about how uh, once we get out of a global pandemic, if we ever do, or what the new normal is, uh, that obviously opinion has changed. People have uh, adjusted their priorities and what was important to them uh, prior to a COVID-19 pandemic isn't necessarily a priority now. Nike says that it will give its uh, office employees a full week off to distress and improve their mental health in the face of the global pandemic. To talk more about all of this, let's bring in John Trogakos, PhD, Associate Professor with the University of Toronto, Management and Rotman School of Management as well, and is with us now. John, thanks for the time. I hope you're well. Doing great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Um, uh, there is uh, there is more and more chatter about how there might be a mass exodus after uh, this uh, global pandemic is o- over, as people try to readjust their priorities and, and what was uh, important to them perhaps prior to a pandemic, not so much after. How has COVID-19 changed the relationship between the employer and the employee, the management and the staff? I think it's done a number of different things. One, it's had employees reevaluate what's important um, and what, uh, you know, the priorities they have in their life. And I think they realize, especially when we're focused on our personal health and our well-being and time with our families, um, you know, a lot of people are realizing that, hey, you know, work isn't everything. And a lot of people having the opportunity to work from home, see a different way of working, um, but also just the demands of all the changes, uh, not just at work, but in people's personal lives and the stress of everyday life have built up on a lot of people. So, you know, they've reflected quite a bit as to what's important. Um, and I think from an organization perspective, what you really see is companies are learning new ways to work in a lot of cases. They have different priorities. Um, there's a lot of uh, pressure uh, from a lot of different angles for, um, you know, taking care of things like employee health. Uh, do companies have to change? Uh, and if not, they're at their own peril? I, I would agree with that statement. I think um, it's going to be for companies that do recognize this and, and, and take into account employees' well-being, they benefit in a number of ways, including competitive advantage over companies that don't. But you have healthier, more productive, more satisfied workforces uh, that will be more loyal and will do a better job for you. So it's you know there's a, there's advantage for companies to identify this and to take steps to uh, address these issues. Um, and, and companies that don't do it will inevitably fall behind. Uh, we remember it wasn't that long ago, even just before the pandemic, there were, you know, many managers out there that were deciding that uh, at the end of the day that uh, you had to be at work, you did not, uh, you should not be at home and that you were out of home or you're, if you're at home, rather, it was just another way uh, to goof off to, uh, y- y- you know, they, they thought you weren't working. But now we have ways of measuring whether employees are doing the work or not. Do we not? Yeah, I think companies, I mean, the pandemic we, has forced companies uh, to obviously, you know, when it comes to work, to track these kind of things and to get a better sense of what people are doing when they're not uh, physically present in the office. And this has led to a hybrid uh, work environment that we're seeing a lot of companies move to. And you see big companies like Staples Corporation, um, Canada, you know, focusing on this with across uh, clients. See Microsoft. We see, uh, you know, other companies like Nike talking about well-being of their employees. So, you know, there's ways to capture this. But we see the the well-being issue, and 
Um, you know, the, the pandemic has allowed us to maximize all these technologies that we've been developing for the last couple of decades to be more productive, track this productivity, and see successful um, you know, companies be able to leverage this and make the best of both worlds in this case. Uh, why Nike in this example? Why are they doing it now? And we should point out this is for head office staff. I'm sure a lot of their manufacturing is done offshore, so they don't have control of that, or do they? Um, why are they doing this now? What's in this for Nike? So, you know, I guess this is a good point that you bring up that, you know, obviously um, this isn't applying to all employees across many of these companies. Um, but, you know, where it can be done, it does benefit the people that can benefit from this. And I think now is the time, I mean, we're seeing this across so many industries and so many um, different types of occupations at this point where there's just such high levels of burnout that people just are at a breaking point in a lot of cases. And I think companies are getting the feel for this. And they're, you know, a company like Nike that, you know, by all accounts have, have had a pretty good uh, go of it lately. Maybe they feel they can afford to do this. And it's a reward for their employees for working so hard during such a trying time. And I think a lot of companies see this, um, at least good companies will see this and give their employees a bit, a bit of something back um, for, for basically going through a very uh, challenging time in the last, you know, year and a half plus, right? Are other companies watching what uh, the Nikes of the world will do uh, are doing? Will they follow? And is this all about not only retaining talent, but trying to attract it? Sure. I think you see um, a number of companies doing something similar. Different companies are giving, you know, extra time off, extra sick days, extra, uh, you know, maybe Fridays off. Uh, It's one way we can look at it is that it could be something companies use for a competitive advantage to get that top talent uh, employees could be looking for companies that offer this. And if companies are proactive about it, if they are strategic about it, sure, they can um, you know, give something back to the employees while at the same time making themselves an example uh, of uh, a forward-thinking uh, company that looks out for their employees. And, and employees will you know, take note of that. And, and that those will become uh, destination organizations for people when they're looking for jobs. Is this a one-time occurrence, do you think, for Nike, or is this becoming the new norm? How do you follow this up? Uh, It's hard to say. I think once companies do things, you know, obviously with the pandemic, it's easy to say, oh, well, this was, you know, related to the pandemic, and it was trying, and that's why we did this. It might all be that an expectation starts to settle in in various industries and different companies once you set a precedent. Um, And so that could be something uh, to keep an eye on. I think we're in a very uh, uncertain time still when it comes to the pandemic and the way we're working. And we see so many things changing uh, in the, the modes in which people are working and companies are doing business that it's too soon to say definitively um, what the long term pattern is going to be. But I do think that if anything, we've seen the, uh, you know, the importance of employee health and, and of people's mental well-being and companies really taking note of that as their employees have struggled to maintain their well-being and the productivity of the company. And so I think um, hopefully this has brought to light this issue because, quite frankly, burnout and mental well-being were issues prior to the pandemic. Uh, Mm. This has just exacerbated it and made it more evident as we've gone through this time. Uh, Can you see the debate for a four-day work week moving forward, considering all of this? Yeah, there's different kinds of models. I think that different companies could adopt. I know, you know, there's been discussions in the past about four-day work weeks, uh, even six-hour work days. 
you know, the hybrid work systems where people work sometime from uh, in the office, sometime from wherever else they choose to work. So there's a lot of different models that I think are floating around out there. I don't think a four-day work week's a bad idea um, if it can be done, you know, up, up efficiently with a company. Again, companies have to sit down and really evaluate um, ways that they can leverage the technologies and the different advances we've had because of COVID and working styles and find out what works for them, track their effectiveness and their productivity, and make sure that they're adjusting and being flexible to the times as we move through the rest of this pandemic and on into the future. We've been talking about the employers. What about the employees uh, who are working from home? Uh, my wife and I are are uh, have been allowed to do this, blessed to do this, and, and keep working and such. But for many of us, because the office is right there, you're working all the time. So, you know, many thought, they, oh, they're always goofing off. They're all at home. But in many situations, it's the opposite. They're doing more work. How do employees balance this new world? This is a really key point, and I think one of the things that people lost sight of when they went into the pandemic, and I'm sure a lot of people were worried just about, you know, the uncertainty in keeping their jobs, that they poured much more time into work than they may have uh, previously. Um, but also, you're right, you're home. That's, the work is there. It's very easily accessible. The, you know, the, the, the smartphone can ding, the laptop's there. Um, you know, it's easy to hop back into work mode when you're kind of uh, later on in your day. I think people have to really set clear boundaries um, and, and have conversations with their leaders, with their managers, with their teams as to what those boundaries look like uh, and, and make sure that people respect them, um, including themselves. You know, take time for their family, take time for their own personal interests and make clear uh, decisions that, OK, you know, the notifications for do not disturb can go on at certain times or the, the work computers put away at time, whatever it is, set up home workspaces that that's the place to work and step away uh, from that space when the workday is done. Um, just like you would a regular office space, you know, be able to have that boundary as much as possible. And even if it's a psychological boundary, uh, you really want to develop those and come up with ways to keep that work-life balance so that you're not burning yourself out either. Even if your organization may not be pushing you to keep going, um, you know, people have to be careful about themselves beyond even what their organizations might be uh, dict- dictating to them. It's going to be fascinating to see what the world looks like one year from now. Yeah, we're definitely in a state of uncertainty. We're seeing a lot of different companies come up with different solutions and different ideas. I think there will be a number of different models that will be tried out. Um, and look, we, we know we can work differently for a lot of jobs. What that's going to look like will partly be determined by the trajectory of the rest of the pandemic and partly will be determined by what companies, you know, find that was good from before, what they find that is uh, good from the new things that they've done and what they can d- develop the most competitive advantage of merging kind of the best of the old and the new and also adapting to what's coming in the future. John Tragakis with his PhD associate professor with the University of Toronto Rotman School of Management talking about what the new norm is once we exit or get out of a uh, global pandemic. John, thanks so much for the time and insight. Fascinating issue. Be well. Thanks, you too. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.